Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. And I might add, 
It was his indiscretion with his knees after the violation of that pact that prevented a very serious uprising. The law has been looking for those Texans for a long time. I understand they left the country, went to Mexico. Yes, they did. This letter from the Lone Ranger expresses a hope that I will see fit to grant pardons to those men so they will return to San Antonio. Yes. The message said you would come here tonight for my answer. You are sent by the Lone Ranger. You received something with that letter, by way of identification. I did. It was a silver bullet. Like uh, this one? Why, yes. I thought I might be seen by some members of your staff or family who would be curious about a masked man. Then you are the Lone Ranger. Your Excellency, I may or may not be wearing a disguise. Please don't try to find out. Teachers, as well as the nation, is deeply indebted to you for all you have done. If there's any debt, it's the one that is owed by this state to the men who had to flee from their homes in San Antonio. I shall pardon those men on the strength of this evidence, which is not here. I have checked. But who knows where they are? They're on the Jaco Ranch. Jaco. I've heard of him. He was a renegade in the state. Yes. He went to Mexico and secured a lot of land in the real castle. In some ways, he has won high favor with the Mexican authorities. He said to be very wealthy. His place is surrounded by a high fence and patrolled by guards. Inside that fence, men and women work as slaves. That's where the men and their families from San Antonio have gone. But they would have been safe from arrest anywhere in Mexico. Why in the world did they become slaves on the Jaco Ranch? That's a mystery I'd like to solve. Many people have become slaves on the Jaco Ranch, and none have ever left. It will be difficult to get to them and more difficult to get them out of there. But if they can be offered a chance to return to their homes as free people, I... In the name of mercy, go then. Go and tell them Texas wants them. The Texas needs them. And take to them their pardon. Give you a job that'll make you rich. 
What about Peterson and Martin and all the others from Texas? They're dodging the law, but I don't see them getting rich. Well, they're not really bad. When I dropped the hint about my business, they were unwilling to cooperate. So I've kept them suppressed. But, uh, what about me? Here's a package of money. There must be thousands here. It's counterfeit. You, you mean to say these bills are counterfeit? Beyond that door is a printing press together with ink and other essentials. Well, that's your game. You're making counterfeit money. The United States currency is easily spent here in Mexico. $10,000 in that package. Take a trip. Spend freely and convert that into genuine money. When you return, I shall expect $5,000 in silver or gold. What you don't spend, you may keep. Hey. <laughs> if you're all right, Mr. Jacob. I am, as long as I'm not cross. I... What's the matter? You see something out the window? Two horsemen have just ridden up. I wonder how they got past the guard. I don't know. They stopped one of the shacks. Who was there? It's Martin's shack. There's a bell. It's time for the men to quit work in the field. Come with me, Butch. We'll see who's calling on Matt Martin and why. We 
Yet he's all the men from San Antonio and I. We turned him down. So he ordered his men to work in the field. Now look at it. We've had the heart and spirit beat out of him. He sees to it that none of us have strength enough to make trouble for him. But the law. is rich and powerful. He's bigger than any law around here. Why did you come here in the first place? <laughs> we were told that Jake would give us jobs. Yes. Yes, they're true. Uh, it's Jake himself. I see. Who's the lady? It's Butchlock. The toughest of his overseers. He's got a book with him. Oh, why did you come here? Oh, 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 Indian and a masked man. Oh, Mr. Jekyll. We didn't embarrass you, Jekyll. Keep your hands where they are and I won't have to shoot. Take his gun, Butch. And the mask. Don't try it, Butch. No? No. The guys at the gate had the same idea. You'll find them wrapped in ropes. Smart, huh? Well, there are ways to cure that. For example, it's... <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Hey, Mr. Jekyll. Let go. Connell, Mr. Jekyll, and grab the gun as the Lone Ranger took Butch's whip with one hand and slapped the overseer with the other. That's it, George. Now, here you for that. Here's another. Why, you... You'll never get off this place alive. You'll pay for this. I'll take that gun, Butch. What about Jekyll's gun, fellow? Let me get it. Tie his hand behind his back. No, no, no. Take him with us. His hands are tied. Put him on your horse. You have to ride double. As for you, Butch, on your feet. I'll kill you for this. Then you, Martin, you get away. I have something to say to you. Jacob is going with us. Whatever you do to Martin or anyone else around here will be passed on tenfold to Jacob. You'd better see that Martin is not punished in any way because Jacob won't like it. Uh, remember that when you wake up. When I wake up? Yeah. Oh, hey. Lifted him clear off his feet with that blow. You handle Jacob Cotter. Uh, we got him on horse, ready to go. You think you can get away with him? You're going to try. You just be cut up. On your way, Cotter. I'll fall behind you. Get him on. Cotter. Get him That's the kind of frightened man you used to be. The curtain falls on the first act of our main ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scene, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
You know, Tom, the chief official was a sincere, hard-working man named Don Jose Armando. Don Jose was in a gay mood and was quite unprepared for the surprise that awaited him when he unlocked his office door. Hey, Senor. Uh, please close the door. Uh, Matt, what, what does this mean? Please, Senor, your desk. How did you get through the locked door? The lock on your door is superior to the lock on your window. But, Senor, you heard of Don Carlos? Don Carlos? See, see, he is an important man. He'll be very pleased to know that you're willing to help me and help Mexico at the same time. To help you? Indeed, Senor, you enter my office. Please listen to me, Don Jose. I must ask another question. You know Senor Jekyll? Oh, yes. He is a great man. Very wealthy. He's a crook. And he's my prisoner. No. No, that must not be. He must be released at once. Don Jose, have you heard that counterfeit money is being circulated in Mexico? Yes. Jekyll is the one who makes it in his castle. Oh, I cannot believe this. You will take your men and go with authority to search the castle. He will find proof. I am sure of it. But if I go and find no proof... I would be the real man. No, I, I cannot risk the anger of Senor Jacob. Uh, I have a of that. Don Jose, to capture the counterfeiters would make you a great man. You would be promoted. You would be honored. But I know only what you say. I have no proof of anything. If, uh, if I could bring you proof that Jacob is a crook, a counterfeiter, and the leader of the gang, what then? Oh, Senor. Then you would see Don Jose Armando act with the Rurales. I'll see what I can do. If I get proof, I'll send you word. And so you know the message comes from me, I'll send you a bullet like this. A bullet, senor? Yes, it's made of silver. If you show it to Don Carlos, he'll tell you that I'm on the side of the law. After leaving Don Jose contemplating the silver bullet, the men went directly to the camp where Pablo could guard over Jacob. Oh, wait, 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 wait. How's the prison, Abby, fellow? Uh, very quiet. Yes, I've been quiet. But I have something to say to you, mister. You can't get away with this. You'll be killed for capturing me. I knew that was a risk before I came to Mexico. Coffee's broke. Let me go and I'll overlook what you've done. Move the horse, Connor. I'll get some clothing from the saddlebag. Yeah. You'll never get away with it. I have some influential friends in Mexico. You'll find that out. Saddlebag, hang on three. Your horse. In town, I call him the head of the police. He'll come to Jaco Ranch if I can get proof that Jaco is a counterfeiter. Trust you. He will. I'll be talked to Don Carlos. And what to do now? I've got to get back to Jaco Ranch. Well, what about guards at gates? He watch for you. I I know it's a peon's grown out understood. I'll disguise myself as a peon. Make a bundle of my own clothes. I'll take them with me. Then I want you to do this. Traveling on foot, disguised as a peon with a bundle on his back, an Indian just no difficulty getting through the gate in the high fence that surrounded Jaco's ranch. Later that morning, Matt Martin was working with a hole breaking hard ground. He paid no attention to the man who worked at his side until he heard a low voice. It was not the voice of a peon. Martin, don't you have sign that you know? But you, Freddy, don't look up. Keep your eyes down. Keep away. I just turn up a moment's mess in this place where you kept the danger. You had nerve to come back. How did you get in? No one paid no attention to a poor peon. I brought my other clothing with me. In that shed near your house. Yeah, but, but why? That I've got to get proof that Jake was a counterfeiter. Tangible proof. I don't know any more than I told you yesterday. Where are you? You're over here. Now you're in court. He's coming this way. You're on a talking to. 
What are you doing here? I'm praising the girls, senor. You pay arms for stole to stay in your own section. My manner is so poor, I forget. Again, huh? Maybe that'll help you remember. Now, guess where you belong, or I'll leave this whipper kosher back. See, she said, yeah, go ahead, walk. Well, what are you looking at? Oh, I... Uh, you keep her working or I'll forget Bush's orders and brush you with a whip. In his disguise, the Lone Ranger shuffled away from Matt Martin, and when the overseer wasn't looking, approached another of the fugitives from San Antonio. I must believe you to You are not a peon? No, I'm here to help you. I want proof of Jacob the counterfeiter. Where can I get it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything. No one can help me. Go away. Time after time, the Lone Ranger approached one of the men from Texas. One of you must know something that will help me. On several occasions, he was caught by the overseer. Get over where you belong. He was slapped and lashed by cruel whips. Let this be a little mess, but yes. But this was nothing compared to the mental torture. There were times when he trembled from the suppressed urge to abandon his role as a humble peon and strike back at the bullying overseer. This is twice I warned you. This time I'll make sure you don't forget. It was nearly dark when the bell rang. Men and women put away their tools and moved toward their homes with dragging weary footsteps. Pablo heard the bell, and acting on the Lone Ranger's orders, he waited half an hour, then made sure Jacob was securely tied, and leaped to the saddle to ride to Jose Armando. <laughs> Later that night, the men from Texas crowded into Martin's small cabin. The Lone Ranger had requested Matt to call them together. He'll be here in a minute, boys. I think uh, I hear someone outside. Yeah. Hey, buddy. He's mad. Who's that? Boys, that's the man you talked to. I got rid of the pair of clothing. Now listen to me, men. I spoke to each one of you. You know that I was trying to learn something about Jacob. Yeah. This afternoon when I thought I was going to fail. I heard one of the overseers talking. I learned that Jacob makes his counterfeit money in the room in the tower. Why don't you tell them all that? By this time, they're on their way. And they're carrying on proof when they arrive. But they're not into that house to get it. Tell them what you've learned. They're not just defending a man of Jacob's power and wealth by entering that house. Unless they know, they'll see proof when they get there. Proof of Jacob the counterfeiter. We've got to get that proof. Well, it can't be done. There's no use talking to us. Can't you see what it means to you? Oh, no, I need to throw up Jacob's grip. You'll be free to go home to Texas to start living again. We've got to attack. And fight our way to the tower to get evidence against Jacob. We can't fight, mister. We've got no weapons. Uh, no fight left in it. I remember a day in Dallas Basin. You men were up against big odds. You ran out of ammunition, but you didn't quit. You fought with sticks and stones and bare fists. We should have had to crook what Texas men were like when they got fighting mad. This is your one chance for freedom, no last chance. Another year like the last one will find most of you dead. The governor of Texas has given all of you a pardon. Your home is awaiting back in San Antonio. Must I go back and tell the governor, tell your friends, that Texas men were afraid of Jacob's crook, but we've got no weapon. That's a poor excuse. The men in the Alamo complain about the odds. What do you think descendants of those men would say if they were here? The Alamo, Jacob's men have weapons. Let's use those. Let's take their whips and guns away from them. I, for one, would like to show a couple of those crooks what it feels like to be whipped. Oh. How about it, Matt? Well, I... You, Peterson, I'd show like a chance at Butch. Everyone, you have a lot to repay. Boys, I'm going with him. 
I'd rather die fighting than be working beat to death. That's the talk, Matt. Where are the rest of you? Count me in. Me too. How about you others? Remember the Alamo boys? You fellas remember Brian Station, don't you? Remember that rebel yell we used? I remember it. And there she goes. Oh, yeah! The holes and spades are outside. They'll do until you take the weapons from the others. I have two guns to lead the way. Come on, open that door, boys. Let's get Superhuman strength inspired the men from San Antonio. They remembered Brian Station. They remembered the rebel yell. And they remembered the Alamo. The heritage of fighting men had not been entirely beaten down. They stormed the castle. The Lone Ranger was at the door. Two shots broke the lock. The door slammed open. And the masked man leaped into a great hall where Butch and several of the others had gathered. What's that gun? Clubs were swung with frenzied power. And from time to time, the last match started to spark to keep one of the outlaws from bringing his own gun into play. Take your way to the core! The outlaws could never see such fury and determination. They fell back, retreating toward the stairs, but the tech crew kept advancing. Come on, save the stairs, boys! We gotta get to the tower! Pass the power cast over the landing! Through it all, the masked man watched for guns. As fast as one of Jacob's men produced a firearm, the lone ranger snapped the shot. We're moving Keep going. Step by step, those men advanced. Then the way ahead was clear. They stormed into the power room, tore open boxes and cases. The Lord's waiting down below. Here is the left room. When Jose saw the evidence, he and his men lost no time. They rushed into the castle and captured the members of the outlaw band. Most of whom were badly beaten and unconscious. To you, Senor Rosemass, we are deeply indebted. If these men from Texas who made the night's work possible. We have them all, including the guards from the gate. All but the leader, Senor Jekyll himself. Jekyll will be brought here and stole my horse and bring it back. When Toto heard the big bell sound in the night, he built camp and brought Jekyll and Silver to the castle. Jekyll's men had all recovered consciousness. They were a sorry outfit as they stood in the moonlight with their hands and feet bound. The Lone Ranger stood beside his great horse, Silver. He was preparing to mount when Jose Amando spoke. I told your friends, senor, the men from Texas to help themselves to horses. I know you did, Jose. They told me. Also, I wish to say, senor, I spoke to Don Carlos about you. I showed him the bullet of silver, and he told uh, me... Look, look, Jose. The people over the shacks, they're ready to leave. They're not even going to wait till morning.
by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, and directed by Charles B. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Bruce Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.